you got what it takes. You just need to get back on track. You just need to be motivated. And because I've experienced personal transformation, I knew that I could help other people do the same thing. Discovering what you're meant to do is often about trial and error. And my next guest, Cheryl Howard, knows this very well. Cheryl is an inspirational and transformation strategist and international speaker. She's a minister, a pastoral counselor who inspires others to live their visions, dreams, and passions. Her passion and motto is motivating others to break through barriers and propel into purpose. She's the founder of the God Daughters Workshop, His Garden Naturals, and Get Your Life Back Academy. Cheryl's also a mother, a mental health professional, Amazon bestselling author, certified life purpose coach, a vlogger, and a podcaster. Cheryl is all things amazing. Trust me, you do not want to miss my conversation with Cheryl. We will get into it after the theme song. So the big question is this, how do we ambitious professionals avoid the slow moving career, take control of our time and get paid for two things, doing what excites us and making an impact bigger than anyone ever thought was possible. That is the question and this podcast has the answers. My name is Candace Spears and welcome to Ambition Honey and Hustle. I'm so excited for who is on the show today, a woman full of energy and motivation, Cheryl Howard. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, Candice. I'm so excited to be here. Well, you know, I am very, very happy to have you because you have this amazing energy, wonderful spirit about you. So I'm, I'm so happy that you could be here and we can be in this conversation today for sure. That is awesome. I am too. <laughs> So now, Cheryl, um, you know, tell me a little bit more on just your journey, your backstory, really, how do you define your business and your calling today? Well, let me see. Let me go back a little bit. So, you know, I always had a, I realized as I got older that I always had a spirit of entrepreneurship. And so it started for me growing up in the hood. I was what you call the project salon stylist. <laughs> and so <laughs> okay. I used to do people's hair and I used to make money actually doing it. And I remember some of the older women in the project saying, you know, girl, you should better start charging these girls, you know, for their hair because they want like little $5 and you're doing an eight hour hairstyle. So I learned at an early age, you know, to start charging for my service and kind of the value of what I had. And so, but I didn't really notice it. You know, the word entrepreneurship, of course, wasn't a term that I had associated with what I did at that early age because nobody was really speaking that language among my peers. Mm. So I found that out as I got older, you know, in my latter teens and 20s. And I actually just started working in a salon, you know, and just learning to make money growing up. That hustle, I say the spirit of hustle was always in me because my parents always hustle. Uh, of course, they hustle with, you know, doing stuff, you know, card games and things like that to make money. But I started mm -hmm. understanding that I, there was something in me that wanted to do that. And so, you know, I, like I said, I started with the whole cosmetology thing and one thing led to another. I went from the stylist to the mobile salon stylist. And then I, you know, then I get, got into my school journey. 
but it was something in me that always wanted to have my own business. And I knew I was called to serve. I knew that much when I was in my early twenties. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so now today, Cheryl, you knew you were called to serve, right? You started out cosmetology, just whipping up and slaying hair all over the place. Today, right, and and the way I know you, when I talked about your energy and your motivation, like you are, you are on this path, and I think we have that share I shared ideal around transformation and getting to living out your life's purpose. Like, do you see that as your calling? How do you describe that? Okay, so I'll give you a little backstory with that. Um, you know, I got married in my twenties. About after seven years of marriage, I'm sorry, after ten years of marriage, I got divorced. So I found myself in a place where I needed to start my life over again. Now, mind you, I hadn't graduated from high school, and so it's me, my daughter, my ex-husband left. He was always involved as far as our child, but me, I found myself in a place where I had to start over all over again. So I understand the process of having to pick the pieces of my life back together again. And I had a supportive community, had good people around me. Of course, my faith played a major part in me, you know, getting back on track and finding out more about who I was. And because of all of that, I was able to, you know, go to school and finish school and get in my GED and then the bachelor's. And then I got some, you know, then you, I got some encouragement and I felt confident, like, okay, I'm going to take this to the next level. So I just kept going towards higher levels in my education. I got my master's and I always wanted to help people, you know, do the same thing I did because I, I realized that there's a lot of people, especially when I started working in the field of mental health coaching and counseling, there's a lot of people who, Candace, who are unhappy because they they might have started out in life, but something happened that made them give up on their dreams or they become discouraged or they experience some kind of trauma. And some people just don't have that support. So that let me know, you know what? I want to help people do this because I did this. And I understand that it takes motivation. It takes a supportive community around you, including your good girlfriends, <laughs> to mm -hmm. kind of help you stay accountable. And people who actually see into you and they see your greatness. And I just, I just develop a whole nother level. I always wanted to help people, always been that person, but I got a whole new level of wanting to serve people and helping people find their strength. Like you got what it takes. You just need to get back on track. You just need to be motivated. And because I've experienced personal transformation, I knew that I can help other people do the same thing. Mm, I love that. You know what, Cheryl? I think one of the things that sometimes is, is discounted too often is the need for accountability and support and that, you know, that motivation that just like you put it, right, the person who is, you know, they see you, they believe in you, they help you believe in what's possible for yourself. And I think sometimes, right, from the outside looking in, it, it's easy for, for us to be like, oh, well, they should just put their life together or they should, you know, right, exactly. they should just get this right and you get that right. But accountability right. and, you know, helping people through that change mentally yes. is important, right? Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. You definitely need the confidence. And a lot of people just don't have the confidence. I had to get that. Go, imagine me going back to school in my 30s to get my GED. 
child. Mm. But the confidence mm. I had, my faith, the supportive community, people saying, you could do this, girl, you got this. And then people who contributed to my success. And that's when I realized, you know what? I believe God put people in your life when you're on that path and you believe that he will send help. I didn't have a computer, Candace. Somebody gave me a computer. Look, first, somebody gave me a word processor to type some papers Ooh, on. Oh, shoot. Then I had a girlfriend who gave me her laptop. So I had, so it just, as I went along the way and I tell people, you step out, you don't know the possibilities. You don't know the doors that are open, but first you got to take that initial step. And that's why I like to come along people's side and get them at least to that level where, you know what, I'm going to do this come hell or high water with fear and trembling and just believe Mm -hmm. that what I need will come. But if you never get started, you'll never know. Yes. Oh my gosh. Preach that, Cheryl. I'm just, I'm just, like, you are absolutely right. It, it takes that action. It takes that step and that that faith, right, of what will be. Oh my goodness. So now, Cheryl, tell me, you are, you know, you do mental health coaching. You help people through transformations just all around. And while you're doing this and while you're you're growing your own business, you still work at a nine to five. How I'm going to ask you the question that that comes out of so many people's mouths so often. Um, I know I hear it a lot. How do you do it all, Cheryl? <laughs> well, let me say, Candace, I made a intentional decision, and and, and I'm and I'm kind of in one sense the decision I have made in my career. I may be, what's the word I can use? Maybe neglecting or sacrificing in some areas. And what I mean by that is that I used to do the nine to five for a while, but then, you know, since I moved, you know, I moved from New York, I'm in Virginia now, I started doing more contracting work, independent contracting, uh, where I am helping people doing mental health skill building counseling and intensive and home counseling, but I do it as a contractor because of the flexibility, because I already know I need the time in between to do the things I need to do. When I started my own um, life, co- you know, life purpose coaching business, you, you know, utilizing everything that I've learned in the mental health field, because it's basically the same thing, but it's just less therapeutic as it would be with mental health. I realized I need this time. So for me, it was intentional because um, at first I feel like I'm more free. You know, I'm not dealing with, first of all, office politics that come along with just being mm-hmm. in the office, but the flexibility, the freedom, so when I'm saying I'm sacrificing, you don't get the same benefits, as you, know, you know what I mean, when you're working full time, considered mm-hmm. full time nine to five. But, you know, there's other ways I can, you know, invest in my own health care and all the other kind of stuff. And that's what I'm doing. But I needed to do that so I can at least not feel so stressful. I feel less mm-hmm. stress because I feel like I'm taking more control of my time. You know, even though I got to report and do supervision, you know, that's done on a monthly basis. So it, it just changes the whole dynamics. And I feel like I'm still independent. I'm clocking hours. I'm submitting billing notes, but I'm still I still have more time to get into building up my business as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that that highlights really um, an important point and option for people. So, you know, I am a big proponent. I'm all about like, Hey, figuring out when you get your resignation date on the calendar from a corporate America standpoint, right? That's, that's, that's me, right? Full-time entrepreneurship transition. And I push that. And I think as, as part of that transition, I love how you talked about getting yourself out of that full-time space, right? Finding just a, a different angle that allowed you to still do what you need to do to support and I'm sure also help in growing your business, right? The knowledge and the clients that you're working with and all that good stuff. 
But that gave you the flexibility to also build and grow this business that is your bigger impact space. Um, so it, I, I love how you've found a way to say, okay, I'm very intentional about building my business and here's how I'm going to get there. So I, I really think, you know, as people and, and listeners are listening, it's important as we know that there's a, a bigger impact that we want to make and we want to push forward towards this journey where all we do is serve um, in the way that both God intended, that you feel called to do, right, that the, you know is necessary, that there is a bridge and a path and a, and a transition to be to be built. So I love I love hearing that. Now. Can you say, Cheryl, have there been any, have there been any, oh, how should I put it, um, challenges that you've still faced, though, even though you've gotten to yourself or you're, you're working a job that gives you a little bit more flexibility, but you still have this body of work that you need to do that isn't necessarily building your business. Have you ran into any challenges with that? Well, the challenges with having, you know, when you're working independently, you're working with people, you know, working with clients, um, sometimes that can affect your income because there's fluctuations, right? You get to security of the nine to five where you know exactly what you're going to get paid every week or every two weeks. When you're working independently as a contractor, that's increased, that income fluctuates. So sometimes there's lows in the end, sometimes there's highs. So that's like I said, the area where I'm kind of sacrificing, but I had to make the decision which one is more important for me, not only with the flexibility, but also with a peace of mind. That's one particular challenge is you have to just kind of build hours as much as possible and keep the clientele flowing. And that's always challenging with clients because you're dealing with human beings. Sometimes they're going to miss appointments. Sometimes you don't get to make those hours. So you got to try to make up hours. So that that's really my main challenges, you know, with that aside from not having maybe the full benefits of that. I think the other thing is because I'm in a field that is highly stressful and I do implement a lot of what I teach my clients. I let them know that, you know, with the coping strategies and all of that, um, a lot of times mentally, I'm giving and I'm pouring out a lot, even emotionally. So sometimes mm -hmm. when I get home, I have in my mind, I'm going to go home. I'm going to, you know, do some things I need to do for my business. But reality says sometimes I don't have the mental energy. So I kind of got to reboot and I have to implement all the strategies I need to do. And I always tell myself, I'm, you know, I'm the first teacher of everything that I teach. I'm the first uh, student. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I have to do things. I do things to build myself back up and I set schedules, you know, as much as possible because everything don't, is not always, you know, 100%. But those are the challenges mm -hmm. I may I run into, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. There's there's a level of, of planning <laughs> yes. just involved, right? All around. Right. I love how you just said, um, you know, that you teach yourself first. I don't think that's the way you said it exactly. Yes, but yeah, <laughs> yeah I teach myself but, I'm trying to think of what that quote is. And I heard it recently, like the teacher teaches the thing that they most need to, um, I don't know if it's learn or understand or hear or I something. Think, like I know that. where you're going though. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I'm talking? Yes. And it, I'm, I'm just thinking about the fact, you know, when you talk about all this sort of the um, mental stress or strain that may come along with your line of work and, and, you know, taking the home, as a as a coach, as a person that helps people with their transformation, and you know, I, I can relate to that too. I think sometimes people almost think that 
those of us that help other people get to their dreams and their passions that we've figured everything out perfectly and that sure. <laughs> See, I'm like, no, that's not we- it. I, and I tell my clients the difference, but yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that yes. that we don't, right? Oh my gosh, you are superhuman. Like you would never need coaching. You would never need this. You never need that. No, 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 no. Right. right. There is it, it it's a cycle of things and you've gotta continue to replenish yourself and, and yes. get that coaching and that, you know, so that you can help and help others. So that just triggered in my mind when you yes. said that. Um <laughs> just a very necessary piece. Okay. So now, Cheryl. Tell me a little bit. So you've got your your podcast and your Get Your Life Back podcast. Talk to me about how you push forward. And when I say you, I mean anybody in general. Push forward and really take ownership of of their life. What advice would you give on that front? Taking ownership of their life. Mm-hmm. Uh, First, understanding who they are. You know, once a person, I believe, know their values, know their strengths, you know, know their capabilities, their skill set, all of that, and understand that this is who I'm supposed to be, even if it's a new purpose. I've done something else for a season, but this is who I am now. Own that. Embrace it. I always tell people, you have to embrace that. And then you start taking the journey of how I'm going to transition as what you do into that and actualize that part of me. Cause I realize if I don't serve in my passion and my purpose, there'll always be a part of me that's unhappy that I feel stuck. So I have to move them from, you know, from not knowing or unsurety until, you know what, this is who I have to be. Cause this is who I was, you know, designed or called or whatever, however you want to term it supposed to be. And I have to operate in that. And I get, I try to help people understand to when they recognize their passions, also recognize how they feel when they operate in their passions. Do you get that sense of peace, joy, fulfillment? And if you do, it's like you at least try to be intentional about um, experiencing that on a more frequent basis. Even if you are working at nine to five, even if you are doing something else, because it's not always related to maybe leaving your job and doing something else. It could be a hobby. It can be a mission, a cause, you know, something else that they love to do. Be intentional, take the first steps and do that, you know, and move forward. And and things will start, I always say things will start to fall into like a dominoes effect because you, you, you take an action, you know, it's almost like it's a mm-hmm. self-fulfilling prophecy or, you know, and moving along the way and watching things fall into place. Hope that answered your mm-hmm. question somewhat. <laughs> no, it did. Absolutely. Yes. And I'm I'm still on the part where you're talking about, think about how you feel when you operate in your passion. Right. Like that is, that is something to <laughs> just sit with an experience. And, and I think to your point about taking action, you will never know how it feels to operate in your passion, right? If you don't try and if you, exactly. you know, if you don't act in it. So I feel like, wow, that is a loaded thing to just sit with. <laughs> now, can I share something with you? Yes. I had this wonderful experience today because today I had to discharge a client that I finished working with. And so he, you know, first showed me his gratitude and how much he learned working with me. And he respond to stressful situations different now. And he learned how to rewire his brain and all that good stuff. However, I was on the phone with him and I was just really getting deep into the whole transformation work. And because I was trying to encourage him to stay on the path, even though he's not with me, to, to incorporate everything, the self-centered, um, the self, what we call it, um, 
self-actualization, uh, but also on his own strength, like that whole empowerment from within. Now he have all the tools and strategies to help him feel empowered. And I, I don't know, I just like took off Candace and I was just like, you know, do this, do that, whatever. But when I felt that and his response was so positive and he, he started naming all of the ways I helped him, it was like affirmation and confirmation. You are doing what you are supposed to do. I felt good mm. because as I always say, when you're serving other people, you're serving yourself as well. Yes. You, yes. you, you are being served because you're operating in your purpose and passion. And when I hung up the phone, I just felt this sense of accomplishment. And I was like, oh my God, I feel so happy because there's a positive outcome. This, I helped some, I deposited something that had changed somebody's life and the trajectory of their life forever. And I was just happy about mm -hmm. that. <laughs> yes. I think that is, that is absolute reason to celebrate. I mean, Cheryl, you know, I talk a lot about impact, right? And, and making sure that you know the impact that you want to make in this world and that that is really the key to fulfillment. I think for the very reason that you just said, when you talk about when you're serving others, you're also serving yourself. And I think that serving has to do with that fulfillment, right? Yes. That I, I am fulfilled because I am helping others succeed in some way. Like it's bigger than just me. Like there's more to, you know, there's more to, to the story. And wow, I'm celebrating with you because I love that. Yes, yes. <laughs> I do. See, in other words, when. So now Cheryl, if at this point in time, People who are listening are like, oh, I would like to learn just a bit more about what Cheryl is doing. Let us know. So how can people either get in contact with you or, or what do you have going on right now where people can reach out? Okay, so I got two things to mention. Uh, people can reach me at SherylWhiteHoward.com and that's where they can learn all about the services I provide, upcoming events programs and, and everything else on my website and also, you know, sign up if they want to have one-on-one -on -one coaching or group coaching. But I'm excited because, you know, I just launched my um, Purpose Passion Find a Workshop, online workshop. And today's actually the last day to actually sign up for just $10 because it is expanding to $47. However, I take people on that journey. Every, you know, all the strategies that I use to help when I have clients and their main goal is to find their purpose or their passion. They feel like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Or I hear people say, I don't think I have a passion. I don't know what it is. You know, I take them through a whole step-by-step -step process of how to go about finding your passions, exploring and discovering your strengths and, and your skill set and your talent and your gifts. And, and so they can kind of understand and identify how they're supposed to serve, you know, why they're here in the land of the living. And so I launched that in my academy. It's called the Get Your Life Back Academy. And you can sign up and I'm actually there helping, you know, every student. And I'm so I got a couple of people who enrolled tonight and I'm so excited to meet them there. And that's what I really work with them, you know, as they go along the journey of actualizing their, their passion and their purpose. And so I'm excited about that. Awesome. 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 And listeners, um, I will make sure that we get the link to um, Cheryl's the Get Your Life Back Academy and Cheryl's contact details so that if this is something that you're interested in, you can reach out and you'll be able to find those on the show notes at CandiceSpears.com. 
Now, Cheryl, this has been a fantastic 20 minutes, just like I knew it would be a fantastic 20 minutes <laughs> talking to you. So I do really want to thank you for, for being on the show. Oh, God, thank you for having me. I was excited. I couldn't wait. <laughs> <laughs> and now, listeners, you know what I'm about to say. So uh, for everything that you have heard, I want you to take it. Don't just hold on to it, but take action. So I hope you have a great day a great evening whenever you're listening. And I will talk to you again very, very soon. Enjoy what you're hearing on this podcast? Well, if you do, I need you to do me a huge favor. Go over to Apple Podcast, look for Ambition, Honey and Hustle, and leave me a rating and a written review. That would be so awesome. And you don't know how much that helps other listeners just like you find us. So go ahead, leave the rating and review. I'll wait or not. I'll trust that you'll go and do it. And I thank you very much in advance.